Hello and welcome to the Precipice Podcast. It's awesome to have you with us today. Here at Precipice, we believe that we are redefining success and helping you become more effective and efficient at what you do. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to Precipice. It is so, so good to have you with us today. If you are joining us for the first time, my name is Ntoho Kumede, and I'm here with Ross Griffin, and we are just so excited to have you with us. Today, we're going to be talking about uh, mindsets and and the different types of mindsets that that people may have out there, and and this is just like a a conversation we feel has been stirring in, inside of us for, for quite a bit of time, and we just want to talk about it for a little bit. Um, but before we get into that, Ross, bro, how are you doing? I'm so good. I, I was just telling you um, in the kitchen a few moments ago, well, we were making coffee and just bantering and stuff about how I went to gym for like the first time this week since yeah. before lockdown. It's like almost five months of no gym. Yeah. And I literally couldn't straighten my arms. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bro, I know the feeling. Trust me. I went back to gym like a week ago and shucks. I think I did back like a few days ago. And honestly, for me, back has the worst um, muscle pain. Like when you're recovering, um, it's honestly the worst. Like you feel like you're sick, you're tired, your whole body aches. But I mean, it was cool. I'm obviously not doing it properly. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen, I hated it. But I mean, yeah. So mindset, bro. Yeah. And I think before we even start, uh, could you read that story that you read for me? A couple of moments ago for, yeah. for our listeners and maybe give them a bit of context about the story yeah so let it, before before we, we go into the story i think it would be a good idea to explain why we're doing mindset like where did this all come from yeah um because we we did goal setting we did habits we did like all these other like personal finance but the, the thing is you can only embark or endeavor to take on those good habits or those good principles if you have the right mindset. I mean, yeah. If you have the wrong mindset, you're never going to apply those principles to your life because you're going to be like, this is irrelevant to my life. Yeah. So let's read the story with that in mind and then we'll chat about it afterwards. 100%. So the, the story is from a book called Good to Great by Jim Collins. And it's primarily a business um, story. But what he's talking about here is the the concept of confronting the brutal facts, like confronting like the really bad things. Mm -hmm. If you're like, I've never had to do this, remember that the next time you refuse to check your bank account because you know you have no money. (laughs) That's confronting the brutal facts. (laughs) So let's get into the story. I didn't say anything for many minutes and we continued the slow walk toward the faculty club. Stockdale, this is Jim Stockdale, limping and arc swinging his left leg that had never fully recovered from repeated torture. Finally, after about 100 meters of silence, I asked, who didn't make it out? Oh, that's easy, he said, the optimists. The optimists? I don't understand, I said. Now completely confused, given what he'd said 100 meters earlier, the optimists. Oh, they were the ones who said, we're going to be out by Christmas, and Christmas would come, and Christmas would go. Then they'd say, we're going to be out by Easter, and Easter would come, and Easter would go, and then Thanksgiving, and then it would be Christmas again, and they died of a broken heart. Yeah, and <laughs> that's, that's a, pretty, it's a pretty heavy story, yeah. if, if we're being honest, but, but I think the reason why we're, we're starting with this story is, is to sort of lay, off, lay down like a foundation of what we're trying to say today is that we're not trying to tell you 
that a, a positive or an optimistic rather mm-hmm. mindset is going to be the key. Yeah. Um, it's it's not going to be your key to success or or your key to whatever. And I'm not saying that some optimism isn't needed in a in a healthy mindset. But mm-hmm. but what I'm saying is we're not selling you that just be optimistic about life and everything's gonna go well. Fake it till you make it. You know, because if we were to say that to you, we would be lying to you. And we would be lying to ourselves. Yeah. And so that's not what we're trying to say. But I think there, there are some things that we can we can take from that story of, of just how you need to be able, and like you said earlier, you need to be able to acknowledge the brutal facts about life. Yeah. You need to be able to acknowledge your circumstance. You need to be able to acknowledge your environment. And actually a few moments ago, we, we were talking about um, how in a particular environment you can have two or maybe even more very different mindsets mm. in the same environment. Yeah. I mean, think of a, an informal settlement or, or, or an impoverished community. You can have people who, who, are, who are brought up in that community and they live their life and they, they finish their lives in that same community because life just seems too big or too overwhelming and, and that they can't really change their mm. circumstances. But in that very same community, you can see people who, who are saying, actually, this is not who I'm called to be. I'm called to so much more. I can be bigger. I can be better. I can get out. And there are so many different mindsets that you can find in the same mm. environment. Yeah. So I think some context around what that story is about would be really helpful for our listeners. I mean, I just sort of read it without much context. So this is a guy, Admirable Admir- Admiral. Admiral, yeah. Admiral. <laughs> Bit of a tongue twister. Um, Admiral Jim Stockdale. And he was in a Vietnamese prisoner of war camp during the Vietnam War for eight years. Shush. Eight years is a long time. Listen. Like, that, that's, you thought school was bad. Bro. <laughs> that's longer than high school. Yeah. <laughs> so this guy was in the prisoner of war camp. And what he's so famous for is the way he led his men in that prisoner of war camp. And I think this is the other cool thing about mindset is when you have the right mindset, people will look up to you. Mm. And I think that's so awesome. But what this guy would do is he'd he'd give us the the prisoners that were with him a way to survive torture. Now obviously you can't be tortured forever. I mean these guys were getting tortured almost on a daily basis with various various means. Like they were starved, they were forced into silence, like months of silence, no talking to each other. You do like, like just imagine being in your own head for months. Mm. Um, they were they were frozen. They were put into hyperheat. They were electrocuted. They were cut. Like there's so many things that they did to these guys. And what this guy did is he said, "Listen, this is our circumstance. We're eventually going to get out of here. We don't know when that is. We need to accept that we don't know when that is. But what we can do is we can have the best attitude to our current circumstances as possible." Yeah. And I think the the other day we we had a story up on um, on Instagram, and it was a quote uh, from a guy called Victor Frankel. Yeah. Um, and um, I just want to quickly read uh, this quote to you that we had up on our on our Instagram page. Um, if you didn't see the story, and if you did, well, I guess this is just a bit of a reminder. Uh, and it says, "What gives light must endure burning." And this is what Viktor Frankl said, and, and you can tell us a little bit more about him in a yeah. second. But what I what really stood out to me here is 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 that if we're wanting um, to to give light to overcome or or you're wanting to do something, 
you must be able to endure hardship. Mm. And and I think so so many people, uh someone said this the other day, they were like, our generation is is so wants so much, but they're not re- really willing to go out and work for it. They're just waiting for it to magically appear in front of them yeah. or, or for the circumstances to be right before they step out to do what they're wanting to do. And and this statement is like actually if you want to give light. You must be able to go through a little bit of burning, uh, a little bit of hardship, you know. And so tell us a little bit more about Viktor Frankl. Yeah, so Viktor Frankl, and I feel like this is going to be a recurring theme during this podcast. He was also a prisoner of war um, during a war, but World War Two. Mm. Now, this guy had like bad luck. He was a Jewish guy in Austria during World War Two. That means it's tickets for you. Yeah. So he got shipped to the biggest prisoner of war camp in uh, I think it was in Austria or Poland, I don't know, forgive me, but it's called Auschwitz. Mm. Now, you've probably heard of Auschwitz because yeah. it's the biggest prison. Probably the most famous yeah. concentration camp out there, yeah. Yeah, I think the movie The Boy with Striped Pajamas was awesome. shot in yeah. Auschwitz, yeah. Or, yeah. But well, it, it's something made to look like it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, he, was, he was shipped there, and again, he gained a following in the camp because he taught prisoners how to endure the hardships of what they were enduring. And his basic thing was that no matter what your external circumstances are, so for them, the external circumstances are on any given day, one of them could be picked and put into a, a gas chamber and gassed and killed. Mm-hmm. Um, they were being starved. They were being overworked. Like it was miserable times for them. They had no clue if they would ever get out or, or anything. So that was their external circumstances. Now, your external circumstances, and we're going to be talking about this in a minute, do impact your psychological like attitude, your, your, your internal circumstances, so to speak. I mean, it's generally speaking, if you're in a really, if you're surrounded with lots of negative people, you'll feel very negative. Yeah. So what Viktor Frankl did is he, he gave prisoners a way to endure the hardships psychologically regardless of the fact that they were suffering suffering physically so they were being tortured physically but internally he gave them a way to like overcome that and i think that's really fascinating it's a really interesting concept that you can you can separate your attitude of your circumstances or the attitude determined to you by your circumstances physical circumstances and project that into a more positive future yeah and i think for for a second it's it's worth noting that there are, I mean, there, there definitely is an exhaustive list, uh, not an exhaustive list, rather, but an infinite list of different types of mindsets that people mm-hmm. can have. And, and uh, for me, when, when I was just like sort of thinking of this uh, uh, podcast, here are seven uh, different sort of mindsets that you could have. And, and uh, these are predominantly positive mindsets, yeah. but I mean, obviously, there are negative ones, but you could have a self-trust mindset Mm. which sort of speaks into your trusting and your own ability to to do things which i mean depending on how you look at it can have its positives and its drawbacks you can have a goal setting mindset where your your main aim is just to set goals and conquer goals and whatever it may be you can have a patient mindset um you can have a courageous mindset a focused mindset a positive one Mm. a negative mindset a learning mindset and and so many different um, mindsets that you could possibly have and and I, and I think the biggest thing about mindsets it's it's your set of attitudes uh, towards life is that yeah. what are you what are you, what are you thinking about life how how are you reacting to different circumstances or situations mm-hmm. that you are faced in and um, 
you spoke about Viktor Frankl, whose main idea is that your external um, environment doesn't necessarily have to determine your internal um, mindset and how yeah. you view life. And I mean, you could look at how, just like we said earlier, people in sort of an impoverished community can have a mindset to get out. And even people who are in a very well fortunate community may not have that same mindset of, of keeping wealth or, or whatever it may be and end up finding themselves in a different situation because of how they look at life. Yeah, and I think what you're saying is that, like, so many, like, even though Viktor Frankl said that you, you, you can separate your your internal mindset from your external circumstances, you can, it's possible. Mm. Um, his, his whole thing was they could beat us into submission, but they can never take away our attitude and we'll find freedom in our attitude, which is quite a profound thing. But... I mean, just like you're saying, I think so many people don't realize this. And I mean, you get people, especially in South Africa, it's a, a massive problem is poverty. I think something like 50% of our population lives below the poverty line. And I mean, you, you'll get these people that don't realize that they can change their outlook on life. And it would be ignorant and almost arrogant of me to say, hey, just be optimistic and you can get out of poverty. Mm. But I think it does take something of saying, hey, yes, this is my circumstance. I'm going to try to do something to get out of it instead of just saying, well, I've been done bad by the generations behind me, mm -hmm. so to speak. Yeah. And I think it's worth noting that people can have sort of different mindsets for certain circumstances. Mm. Like... I, I when it comes to um my my relations with people, yeah, I could have a sort of a very patient mindset or patient with people and how I deal with people, but when it comes to sort of my um personal finances for for example, I might not be as patient. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? So people can have different mindsets for different circumstances, but also at the end of it's an overarching mindset that sort of governs how the little sort of sub mindsets, if I could say, yeah. um, play out their their functions. Mm. Um, do you have anything to say? Yeah, no, it's a it's a really interesting idea that there's obviously different compartments in your life, yeah. and you can have a different approach to those things. Yeah, and it's very true. And like recently, there's been a lot of talk in the media about millennials, Gen Z, mm. baby boomers, whatever, and how they have different outlooks to life depending on like how they grew up and like the general um what is it the, the what things were like in the world when they grew up sort of determined their outlook or their mindset mm. towards life i think it's really interesting yeah but I, I think it's also interesting that we hear like i mean we've all heard the the glass is half full half empty yeah i mean you get the pessimist the optimist and the realist yeah i mean that that's three other forms of mindset mm. i mean like the ones you mentioned were, were quite broad and they're not wrong they, they are right and i think it's really interesting but i mean the the optimist says the glass is half full the pessimist says it's half empty and the realist says it's 230 mils like, yeah. <laughs> he just says what it is yeah uh, but again those i think just those like approaches to life you can have an overarching pessimistic approach to life mm. everything that happens is a bad thing like oh look this bad thing happened my tire blew 
life's done me bad again yeah and you get the realist it's just takes it takes it as it is as mm. face value and then the optimist obviously is optimistic about things more cheery about everything and rosy god bless the optimist yeah. <laughs> but um so i think if and we're going to draw this to a close now but i, I think if we could leave you with a take on point or, or or a question rather that you can ask yourself is what is your mindset towards life or, or what are the, what are some of the the sub mindsets that govern the way that you do life that you think about things what what is it that that drives you what way of thinking have you subscribed to so Ntoko, i'd like to ask you a question yeah what do you think is your overarching mindset towards life i think <laughs> i think for me it's like a mixture of two yeah uh, which would be optimism and, and realism is yeah. that I'm, I'm not I'm not delusional about my environment mm-hmm. I understand what my environment and I see it but also I have I'm very optimistic for the future and I know in which direction I'm going in and I think the future is pretty bright and and good but also at the same time I'm just like this is what it is and this is what I need to do in order to see that that future I desire yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna throw the question right back at you bro so Instead of optimistic, I'm going to say opportunistic. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> and and the reason I say that is, uh, I think I'm very similar to you in the, the sense that um, if something happens, I just say, okay, this is what it is, and I just need to deal with it, and I need to fix the problem. But then I also often see problems as opportunities. Mm. Or, or um, if something, and I've noticed this at work especially, is uh some of the people that I work with, and I may be very careful how I say this, but some of the people that I work with have an almost victim mentality. Like mm-hmm. something bad happens, like that, that it sets the tone for the rest of the day. Yeah. But, and I'm not saying I'm, I'm invincible, this doesn't apply to me, but like I think something bad happens and I'm like, mm, how can we turn this around for our good? Like yeah. how, can we, how can we make the most of this? Is yeah. there an opportunity? Is there a learning opportunity in here? So I, I think we're very similar in that sense that I'm opportunist, opportunistic, but then yeah. also I, I'd call it realist, I guess. Yeah, I suppose so. I think yeah. at the end of the day, it's more of a realistic approach to life. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for listening. And um, I hope you'll join us again next week and uh, have a great week. Stay safe. Goodbye. Cheers.